Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Good Friday morning. President Biden with a stark message overnight. Disturbing words about the nuclear threat from Russia. It is October 7th. This is today. Blunt warning. President Biden behind closed doors delivering an alarming assessment about Vladimir Putin, saying the Russian leader's nuclear threats are real and the risk of Armageddon at the highest level since the Cuban Missile Crisis. In Moscow, Putin under pressure and we're there live with the very latest. Deadly rampage. New details this morning on a frightening stabbing spree on the Las Vegas Strip. The weapon that we recovered was a large kitchen knife. What investigators are now revealing about the victims and the suspect. Closing in reports the long-running investigation into Hunter Biden could lead to criminal charges against the president's son. This morning, the evidence reportedly gathered by federal agents and the major decision now facing the Justice Department. Historic pardons. No one should be in jail just for using or possessing marijuana. New reaction to the president's major step toward decriminalizing marijuana. All that plus true crime troubles, Netflix with a hit and a controversy on its hands. The growing backlash against Monster from the families of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims. Today, Friday, October 7th, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb, live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today. It is Friday morning, and we are glad you're with us this morning. We are. We're going to get right to that chilling warning, though, from President Biden that the U.S. is facing a direct threat of nuclear war from Russia's Vladimir Putin. Yeah, this happened during a closed-door reception last night. The president saying, quote, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. That warning delivered as the U.S. military is conducting drills on the Korean Peninsula, a show of force in response to the latest round of North Korean missile launches. So the headlines this morning, they are concerning. We'll break it down for you. Let's start with today's senior international correspondent, Kier Simmons, in Moscow for us. Kier, good morning. Savannah, good morning to you. Here in Moscow, divisions within President Putin's inner circle appear to be spilling out into the open just as President Biden makes that warning of the dangers of a nuclear escalation. This morning, a stark warning from President Biden about President Putin's repeated nuclear threats. Mr. Biden saying we have the direct threat of the use of a nuclear weapon if in fact things continue down the path they are going. The president making the comments off camera at a Democratic fundraiser, adding, we have not faced the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was 60 years ago, 1962, one of the most dangerous confrontations of the Cold War. President Putin, who turns 70 today, has threatened to use any means at his disposal and says the US created a precedent by using nuclear weapons in Japan during World War II. President Biden saying he's not joking when he talks about the use of tactical nuclear weapons or biological or chemical weapons. The US has said 
There are no signs Russia is imminently preparing to use a low-grade nuclear weapon. And today in Moscow's Pushkin Square, disbelief. Are you frightened by the nuclear threats? No. You're not? No. Why not? This is all a political game, just words, muscle play, he tells me. President Biden this morning says that maybe we're close to a Cuban missile crisis. Who knows? Time will see. We don't need it, we don't want it. It's not real. It's a scary story. But Russia's invasion of Ukraine has left the country increasingly isolated from the rest of the world. It now takes us two long-haul flights and 15 hours to travel from Europe. And when I arrive... I just got stopped in immigration for an hour, questioned, it went through my phone. The tension palpable here now. In Moscow, billboards celebrate military heroes. And with a draft underway, in recent weeks, many have been fleeing by air and by car. On Thursday, two Russian men arrived in Alaska on a small boat, asking for asylum, according to lawmakers there. And this morning, the Washington Post, citing multiple sources, reporting President Putin was privately confronted by a member of his own inner circle about the conflict in Ukraine. According to the papers, the confrontation was considered so significant it was included in President Biden's daily intelligence brief. Well, let me pick it up right there, because the president also expressed concerns about that internal pressure Putin is facing. That's right, Savannah. Look, there's no question that President Putin is under pressure. When you watch Russian television here, commentator after commentator is urging him to have a direct confrontation with NATO. I think that's why President Biden's comments, perhaps most notable, were where where he said he is looking for how President Putin has an off-ramp. Savannah? Keir Simmons in Moscow for us this morning. Keir, thank you. Also this morning, we're learning more about that deadly stabbing spree in broad daylight on the famous Vegas Strip. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer is following this story, has the details for us. Miguel, what happened? Hoda, good morning. Investigators have identified a suspect, but what they don't have here is a motive. Police say he was a visitor in Vegas when he carried out the bloody rampage on the iconic strip. He's been booked on two counts of murder and six counts of attempted murder. Some of the victims are still in the hospital at this hour as the investigation moves forward. This morning, Las Vegas police are trying to determine a motive following Thursday's deadly stabbing attack on the iconic Vegas strip. The weapon that we recovered was a large kitchen knife. 47-year-old Brent Allen Hallett and 30-year-old Maris Marine D. Giovanni were killed and six more were injured after what authorities are calling a series of stabbings by a lone suspect in front of the Wynn Casino. The initial um, stabbing occurs uh, on the sidewalk area. It appears unprovoked. There is no altercation beforehand. Police say they quickly took the suspect into custody, showing this video of him initially fleeing before being caught a few hundred yards away. The suspect is a Hispanic male adult. He appears in his early 30s. He does not appear to be a local resident. One witness telling NBC News some of the victims appeared to be performers in showgirl costumes. At first time, we were very uh, scared, and uh, later we... uh, more uh, nervous. First responders seen here providing aid to victims who were a mix of tourists and locals. The strip is secure and our investigators are working to process the scene. 
The Las Vegas Strip, one of the most popular tourist attractions in the country, home to more than a dozen casinos and resorts, and on average, tens of thousands walk the famous strip each day. Now in the wake of a deadly midday attack on one of the country's most recognizable streets, investigators are focused on finding answers while keeping visitors and locals safe. Police have released few details about the victims. Their injuries range from critical to serious condition. Officials say it's a miracle some of them were able to survive the chilling attack. Hoda. So incredibly disturbing. All right, Miguel Almaguer for us there in L.A. Miguel, thanks. Also this morning, there are new developments in the investigation of Hunter Biden. The Washington Post reporting federal investigators now believe they have sufficient evidence to charge the president's son with tax crimes and a false statement relating to a gun purchase. NBC senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson on the story for us. Hallie, good morning. Hey, Savannah, good morning to you. And let's just start off with a key point here. Just because those agents think they have the goods does not mean that Hunter Biden will be charged. That decision lies with Justice Department prosecutors instead. But this new report does give us a window into the state of the long-running investigation into the president's son. The long-running investigation into Hunter Biden's finances this morning may be reaching a critical point, with The Washington Post reporting federal agents now think they've gathered enough evidence for the president's son to be charged with tax crimes and with lying on a gun application when he said he was not using illegal drugs, citing people familiar with the case. NBC News has not independently confirmed the report, and the Justice Department is declining to comment. Officials familiar with the matter tell NBC News the case is still ongoing. Ultimately, though, it's not up to agents to decide whether to file charges. Instead, prosecutors at the DOJ will make that call, and there's no indication what they'll do or when. In a case filled with political landmines, Attorney General Merrick Garland has made clear the decision won't rest with him, but the U.S. attorney in Delaware, a Trump appointee. Garland has said, you know, he has vowed that he is not interfering. There will be no political interference in this investigation, and he's going to leave it up to David Weiss, who's the U.S. attorney in Delaware. In a statement, Hunter Biden's attorney suggesting agents illegally leaked to The Washington Post, calling that a felony, adding prosecutors in this case are diligently and thoroughly weighing not just evidence provided by agents, but also all the other witnesses. Prosecutors have been scrutinizing Hunter Biden's business dealings for four years, including his decision to take a lucrative position on a Ukrainian company's board while his father was vice president. Former President Trump making it a campaign issue in 2020. He made a fortune in Ukraine, in China, in Moscow, that is simply and various not other places. True. Hunter Biden has denied any illegal business dealings. I am absolutely certain, 100% certain, that at the end of the investigation, that I will be cleared of any wrongdoing. And the president, on 60 Minutes last month, defending his son. I love my son, number one. He fought an uh, addiction problem. He overcame it. He wrote about it. And no, there's not a single thing that I've observed at all from the, that would affect me or the United States relative to my son, Hunter. So, Hallie, we've been talking about a potential criminal charge for Hunter Biden. Politically, there's also an issue. If Republicans win in the midterms, there's been some talk of investigating and looking into Hunter Biden. 
Yeah, more investigations on the way if, in fact, the GOP does win the House of Representatives just about a month from now on Election Day. If that's the case, you've seen members talk publicly about opening up some of these investigations into the president's son, like in the House Oversight Committee. Democrats say that would be politically motivated. They say it's basically intended to try to rile up the GOP base and rehash old talking points. Bottom line, this discussion about Hunter Biden is probably not over anytime soon. Savannah. All right. Hallie Jackson in Washington. Thanks, Hallie. You've got a lot more to get to. Craig joins us table at 712. Hey, Craig. Hey, Hoda, Savannah. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. A lot of folks are talking about this one this morning. With a stroke of a pin yesterday, President Biden has now pardoned thousands of people with a federal conviction for marijuana possession. And a lot of folks see this as a historic first step toward the potential federal decriminalization of pot. NBC's Jacob Sobroff is here. Jacob, this this is significant. It is a big, big deal. Craig, good morning to you guys. The president said on the campaign trail, nobody should be in prison for marijuana-related offenses. He is trying to follow up after political pressure on the issue with this new move and asking states to examine their own marijuana laws. But he did stop short of full decriminalization, which would take an act of Congress. Too many lives have been upended because of our failed approach to marijuana. From President Biden, mass pardons and a clear message. No one should be behind bars for using marijuana. Criminal records for marijuana possession have led to needless barriers to employment, to housing, to educational opportunities. And with that, the president moved to clear some 6,500 federal convictions for pot possession, plus thousands more in the District of Columbia, though it won't affect the millions more with state-level convictions. And the administration does say there are no individuals currently in federal prison solely for simple possession of marijuana. He also ordered an expedited review of how marijuana is classified. It's currently listed among the most dangerous so-called Schedule One drugs, along with LSD and heroin. It comes around a month before the midterm elections, where it's become an issue in some races. In the tight Pennsylvania Senate campaign, Democratic candidate John Fetterman says he spoke with Biden last month about decriminalizing marijuana. It could come with some political risk. During this election season, Republicans have been attacking the president and other Democrats on crime. Five states will be voting on whether to legalize marijuana in November. 38 states in the District of Columbia already allow medical marijuana use, and it's fully legal in 19 states plus D.C. President Biden calling on the remaining state's governors to take action. We first met Steve D'Angelo in 2017. He served a federal sentence for marijuana possession in the 1970s. But his case is a rarity. Most marijuana arrests and convictions happen at the state level. And he says the states are where real reform has to happen, too. I appreciate President Biden's call. Uh, to the governors to also implement pardons because the largest number of prisoners in the United States are in state prisons. President Biden's moves also won't affect the marijuana black market, a major concern for law enforcement and officials across the country. New challenges growing along with the trend toward decriminalizing marijuana nationwide. An important note on marijuana convictions everybody should know, according to a study from the ACLU, while marijuana use is roughly equal between black and white people, a black person is more than three times as likely to be arrested for possession than a white person. It's something President Biden talked a lot about on the campaign trail, you guess. The timing is curious, though, Jacob. Before the midterms, I think it's no surprise. Thank you, Jacob Sobroff. All right, let's get our first check of the weather. And Al is in Mm -hmm. sweet Chicago this morning. Good morning, Al. Hey guys, good morning. It is pouring here. We're at the historic Grant Park. You can see the beautiful 
uh, uh, Buckingham Fountains behind me. It feels like the fountains have actually opened up here. In fact, take a look at the radar. This is amazing. There's this one line, there's one training line of rain coming across the Great Lakes right into Chicago, and it's going to be hanging around. But the good news is we're here talking about the Chicago Marathon a little bit later. They're going to have fantastic weather. However, we do have freeze alerts and freeze watches. 45 million people into Sunday. Look at these temperatures way below freezing back through the plains for right now. And then during the day today, ahead of the front here in the east, we're going to be looking at temperatures above average. But behind the front today, Chicago, 55. That's 11 degrees colder. Pittsburgh, colder than average. Des Moines, 13 degrees cooler than average. And then as we head into tomorrow, those cooler temperatures spread east. New York City, below 60 degrees. New Washington, D.C., about 10 degrees below average. As we head into the weekend, temperatures into the early part of next week, temperatures will moderate from Chicago, Boston, Philly, Charlotte on into Nashville and out west temperatures nice and warm take a look at these these temperatures could be some records as they get into the upper 80s into the upper 70s we're going to change the name of the song to sweet wet home Chicago <laughs> guys back to you all right Al thank you uh, also ahead the true crime genre wildly popular but Steph Gosk is now at the center of a growing controversy right Steph yeah, that's right, Hoda. It's about the dramatization of Jeffrey Dahmer's life, which has become hugely popular on Netflix. But some of the family and friends of the victims say they're upset about the depiction and are concerned about profits being made off of their own personal tragedy. All right, Stephanie, we'll get into that in a moment. Plus, we're going to try to help you make sense of this volatile housing market. Mortgage rates climbing mm -hmm. at a historic pace this year. So what buyers and sellers need to know. But first, on a Friday morning, this is Today on NBC. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed come on look at this <laughs> 730 gorgeous shot our friends at vero beach high school getting ready for a big football game tonight and guess what 
They're getting the spotlight on them. We're spotlighting their team spirit. We do a series called Friday Morning Light. So many people, look at that sunrise. So many people uh, submit their high schools and we pick and choose uh, which schools we spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. And today, Vero Beach. This is your moment. This is your moment. It's a heck of a stadium, by the way, too. It's a beautiful high school stadium. stadium. Beautiful yeah. drone shot this yeah. morning. Yeah. Someone yeah. gets the Steven Spielberg yeah. Award on exactly. our crew. We like that. Let's get to your headlights. Friday morning now, 730 headlines. The U.S. military killed three ISIS leaders this week in two separate operations inside Syria. On Wednesday, U.S. troops conducted a rare mission inside a part of Syria controlled by the government there. They killed a senior ISIS official responsible for smuggling weapons and fighters. The second mission was an airstrike carried out last night in northern Syria. It killed one of the top five ISIS leaders in the world, as well as a second ISIS official. In battle, Georgia Senate candidate Herschel Walker is again pushing back against that explosive report that he paid for an ex-girlfriend to have an abortion more than a decade ago. At a campaign event yesterday, Walker again calling the allegations a lie. He claims that he does not know his accuser. Walker is trying to unseat incumbent Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock. The crucial seat could potentially help flip control of the Senate. All right, let's turn now to this popular true crime genre. It's in the spotlight this morning in the center of a growing debate as well. Yeah, it is. Much of the attention focused on Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Viewers are streaming this in record numbers, but the families of some of the serial killer's victims well, they're now speaking out against the show. NBC Stephanie Goss joins us now with more on this. Hey, Steph, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. This Netflix series has quickly become a huge hit. For more than a decade, Jeffrey Dahmer preyed on boys and young men, often in Milwaukee. The 10-part dramatization of the serial killer's life has struck a chord with viewers, while at the same time upsetting some of the people who had to live through the real-life horror. Netflix's Monster tells the story of one of the most gruesome crime sprees in U.S. history. The dramatization explores notorious serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer's life and the string of murders he committed from the late 1970s until the early 90s. Targeting young men, Dahmer dismembered and even cannibalized some of his victims. The series, created by Ryan Murphy, has quickly become a hit, with more than 56 million households already watching all 10 episodes. But the show has also generated controversy. Family members of Dahmer's victims speaking out, critical of the depiction and the profits being made off of their personal tragedy. In an essay for Insider, Rita Isbell, whose brother Errol Lindsay was murdered by Dahmer, says Netflix never contacted her about the series. Her emotional victim impact statement during Dahmer's sentencing recreated in the show. Jeffrey, I hate you! She says the scene brought back her pain, writing, If I didn't know any better, I would have thought it was me. Her hair was like mine. She had on the same clothes. That's why it felt like reliving it all over again. Adding, I feel like Netflix should have asked if we mind or how we felt about making it. They didn't ask me anything. They just did it. In regard to the death of Edward W. Smith, did the defendant Jeffrey L. Dahmer have a mental disease? Answer, no. Dahmer was convicted in February 1992 of 15 murders and sentenced to 15 consecutive life sentences. Also facing backlash, Kim Kardashian's new true crime podcast on Spotify. The system tells the story of Kevin Keith, who was convicted of a triple homicide in Ohio back in 1994. In the series, Kardashian explores the possibility of his innocence. But Quentin and Quinita Reeves, two alleged victims who were both shot but survived, insist Keith is guilty and that they never heard from Kardashian. The siblings, who were six and four at the time of the attack, speaking exclusively to DailyMail.com. Quentin saying, 
We saw it with our own eyes. Kevin did it, adding Kardashian did not contact us. Not one time. Overnight, the production team behind the system pushing back strongly against those claims, telling NBC News they made multiple attempts to reach out to the Reeve siblings. The production team also telling us when the Reeve siblings are open to sharing their story, they are welcome to sit down for the podcast anytime. We also reached out to Netflix, Ryan Murphy Productions, and Spotify for further comment about the podcast and the series, but we have not heard back yet. When it comes to the popularity of this podcast, it's playing out a lot on social media, too, not just on TV. It is, Hoda, and that happens all the time with these shows, whether they're fiction or nonfiction, right? People start generating conversation, and a lot of people on social media are too young to have actually lived Mm -hmm. through this trial and this story, Mm -hmm. and it has led to a kind of romanticization of Jeffrey Dahmer that has left a lot of people very uncomfortable. That is very disturbing. That's the takeaway. All right. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Coming up here on a Friday, Meghan Markle back in the spotlight. We've got exclusive details on her new project to give women, women in need a helping hand. But first, Emily Aketa is along with some much needed help. If you are looking to buy or sell a home right now, it's a crazy market, Emily. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. This roller coaster market is sending both buyers and sellers for a lube. Recently, we actually saw mortgage rates take a dip, but just barely. So what does it mean for the weeks to come? We talked to experts about how to navigate these latest twists and turns. That's all coming up. This morning on Consumer Confidential, some help if you are in the housing market and your head happens to be spinning. Yeah, Yeah. because of the dramatic rise in prices during the pandemic and now this year's historic spike in mortgage rates. Wow, it has buyers and sellers in a bind. And that is where NBC's Emily Ikeda comes in with some advice that really everyone needs to hear this morning. Hey, Emily. Good morning. I'll start with the good news, guys. Last week, for the first time in nearly two months, weekly mortgage rates actually dipped slightly. But that's a drop in the bucket when you consider rates are still more than double from this time last year. So we know whether you are buying or selling, it's a stressful time in the housing market. And we talked to experts about how to ease that headache. From turbocharged to now rapid deceleration, this housing market roller coaster is throwing buyers and sellers for a loop. After ballooning to 6.7% in September, mortgage rates finally ticked down last week, but just barely, still much more expensive from a year ago. If you bought a house last October for $400,000 at a 30-year fixed rate of 3.3%, the total cost of the loan would be around half a million dollars. At today's rate, you would pay more than $740,000, a nearly 50% increase, a hard pill to swallow for Aaron Burdoff's family of five. The hard part is, do you wait, wait some more, or do you try to go with whatever options, few options you have on the market right now and risk overpaying? And the pain cuts both ways. Sellers are having to readjust their expectations too, sidelining some altogether. The number of homes hitting the market slumped 19% compared to last year. Jeffrey Nice's house near Boise has been on the market for six weeks. He finally got some interest after dropping his asking price twice. There was a period of time when listings were going pending in one or two days at significantly higher um, offers than the listing price. But that's all changed completely. Experts say they don't see the volatility changing anytime soon, with the Fed signaling even more interest rate hikes ahead, which in turn influence mortgage rates and pump the brakes on home sales. You know, we're transitioning. This is a correction uh, to get to hopefully steady and stable housing markets uh, towards the end of 2023. 
In the meantime, there are some strategies to get the most out of the process. For sellers, establish your priorities. Is it selling quickly in order to move on and you know execute their own purchase? Or is it really important that they get as much home equity out of this sale as possible? For buyers undeterred by rising mortgage rates, experts say first set a budget and factor in the ongoing cost of home maintenance. Shop around for competitive rates before you lock one in and lean on local experts to understand when you can negotiate. Because new listings are pulling back, that means some neighborhoods keep their heat. They stay competitive, whereas other neighborhoods, our homes are spending much, much longer on the market and price cuts are common. So I mean, for a lot of buyers, especially first-time home buyers, the biggest obstacle is that down payment. Some tips, perhaps, if you don't have all the cash for the down payment? So I'll say this. Some people may be tempted to actually dip into a retirement fund or something to make that happen. But experts really say that should be an absolute last resort. Because think of it this way. You can borrow money to buy a house, but you can't borrow money to fund your retirement. Mm -hmm. So instead, it's better to adjust your expectations, stick to that original budget. And something that may help with that, we are seeing some signs of easing in prices. Home prices have ticked down for the second month in a row, mm -hmm. though they're still considerably higher than last year. Year. All right, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Thank have you. Uh, Seven forty-four, Mr. Roker in Chicago. Hey, Al. Hey, guys. Good morning. It's a rainy morning, but you can see through the gloom and the rain on one of the buildings projected, uh, you know, breast cancer awareness ribbon. It's breast cancer awareness month. And join us right now. We got uh, Mary and Maisie. And Maisie, you got that pink hair. You just finished uh, your chemo treatment. I did at the cancer. end of September. And how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Al. Well, we are so glad you're here and you brought your friends. Who are these? Uh, this is my dog, Beatrice. Uh -huh. and this is Ruby. All right. Well, guys, thanks for coming out and braving this kind of lousy weather. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Have a great day. Yeah. All right. Enjoy. And let's show you what we've got as far as your day is concerned all around the country. Check it out for today. A really nice day along the eastern seaboard. Nice and warm. We are looking at just this little one shower coming through Chicago. Much cooler throughout the plains. Record highs out in the Pacific Northwest and a lot of wet weather through the southwest as well. And that is your latest weather, guys. All right. Thanks, oh, my gosh. He's still smiling even in that I rain. Know. He is Always. our sunshine. Guys, coming up next, are you into this? The Butterboard? It's sweeping the nation, yeah. folks. The newest food trend is taking social media by storm anyway. And you, you won't believe it. The Internet is divided over it. No. I know. They're divided. A divided Internet. All right. Let's get into it right after this. You'll get it. Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album. And we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Okay, attention, we've got another internet trend, guys. It's the butterboard. 
This is, I have seen this a lot on social media. Yes, it's, it's pretty. Yes. It's, it's gorgeous. Okay. Yes. But what is it so if you haven't tell us about right. it? Okay, so that one TikTok, by the way, has nearly 9 million views as this trend spreads across the internet, yeah. prompting so many to make their own butter boards. We have one right here. I think this is beautiful. Katie made this one. Here's up. the thing. Not everyone is on board with the butter board. No, no. Okay. The LA Times, in fact, just published an op-ed on why the trend is, in their words, quote, why? totally disgusting. Oh, come on. Disgusting. The author, this is the L.A. Yeah. Times. It's not for you, but maybe not it's Craig disgusting. Melvin, the why L.A. Times. Why is it Times. disgusting? Because your fingers the, are all in The it? author yeah. argue, argues that eating melted bread. butter Yummy. without any utensils is a double-dipping nightmare. Oh, oh have, come on. Have we learned nothing the from the pandemic? So then it's not about no, the board itself. No, you don't itself. use your, you just, and, no, and you don't, don't double dip. Don't do that when a fly landed on that. Oh, thank you so much for heads up there. <laughs> Wait, did you, um, but don't people, here's, you want some double dip chips sometimes? So people do double dip chips, do. but you know, you have a knife there, you just use it. So if your only gripe is that you think it's, as far as germs are concerned, there are ways to alleviate that. You want me to make you chili. one? Yes, Nelly, please. I'm making you a Here's one. the thing. Yeah. The butter brands are loving it. Sales are spiking all over the place. Not only sales of butter. Don't bite oh, that. It's spicy. Wooden cutting boards. It the sales are, spi are spiking. I mean, she thinks I put too much spicy yeah, stuff. I'm sorry if I did. Yeah, I think you did. You plain one. Oh, this, that, this, is it good? Mm, is it butter? Good? It's great. This is a nice surface. This it's, is it's phenomenal. Like, I think if you have one of those cutting yeah. boards yeah. and you've got the crevices oh, yeah. that maybe haven't been cleaned out so well, and then you've got the butter on top. All right. Yes. But other wow. than that, I say yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Still ahead. I'm Thank you, baby, for the butter. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. If you love Super Mario, the video game, I never made it to the princess. Uh, just wait until you see my <laughs> first look at the new movie. Plus, Harry Smith's one-on-one -on -one with John Mellencamp on what led him to music, his legendary career, and a return nearly 50 years in the making. It's <laughs> a lot of us. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.